This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. We got happy man Graceffo and Horowitz producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. McCann, the Lester Holt voice of sports radio. He's awesome. He'll have another update here in about 27 minutes. A lot of huge opinions will be delivered in our final hour and 50 minutes together. We will continue the conversation that began at the start of the show when the talk of Tokyo 2020 and because of the coronavirus that IOC member Dick Pound says a final decision could be made as late as the end of May with cancellation of the Olympics rather than postponement or relocation, the most likely outcome. What's interesting in Japan, the Athletics World Indoor Championships scheduled to take place in China next month are already called off. And throughout this first two hours, we talked about U.S. Pro Leagues are monitoring the situation. Italy's top professional soccer league, no games this weekend. They were going to play with no spectators, but they just called it off. You also have the Euro 2020, Europe-wide, travel-heavy, soccer showpiece due to take place at 12 venues starting in Rome on June 12th. Semifinals and final will be at Wembley. Situation is under constant scrutiny. We are monitoring it or monitoring it country by country, and football will follow orders of the individual countries. England's warm up against Italy is scheduled for Wembley on March twenty seventh. The FA is following developments. So you get the Italian Serie A games called off. The entire Swiss league program this weekend has been called off. Japan's F-League, South Korea's K-League, and China's Super League are on hold, not playing games. In England, clubs have told players not to shake hands. West Ham's David Moy says it's fist bumps only, while there is speculation that the season could be curtailed on government advice. 
In those circumstances, there would be no guarantee Liverpool would be named Premier League champions and the bottom three could escape relegation. Formula One, following the postponement of the Chinese Grand Prix, the focus is now on forthcoming races in Australia, Bahrain, and Vietnam. Ferrari has restricted access to their factory in Marinello, 87 miles from the Italian outbreak in Italy. So it's it's happening, and the question is, with the Olympics, just cancellation. And I don't think there's any argument in the sports world that if the coronavirus multiplies like wildfire, I don't know if we're there yet, and I'm not a doctor, and that will be up to the medical professionals, and really only a doctor or medical professional are the only people I want to listen to, not politicians, not somebody with a Twitter account or a Facebook page or a blogger. But worldwide, the overabundance of caution that the Red Sox talked about with a pitcher from Taiwan that they quarantined to a hotel room in spring training just to be safe. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think any of you, and we are a sports network, CBS Sports Radio, I don't think there's anybody that would say, well, there's no reason to call off the sports. But you need the numbers. Not the fear factor. You need the real medical numbers. And the U.S. Pro Leagues, as I mentioned last hour, all are monitoring the situation, but they have no plans right now to call off anything. But I get the letter from the school district where my kids go to school about if this happens, we will go here, here, here. These are the precautions to take right now. If they cancel the Olympics... Man, I don't, and if there's just rampant multiplying of the coronavirus in Japan, you have to cancel it. Now, I know there's been talk of, well, you do it with no spectators. Somebody did point out on Twitter that the crowd is a big part of the Olympics. I think it's more made for TV, as I said, outside of the host country. Horowitz, you always have an opinion on everything, and Graceffa, I'll start with you. When you read and hear about the coronavirus in America compared to the rest of the world, where are you at on the fear factor scale of 1 to 10? I'd probably say I'm a 5. I'm not losing my mind over it. I'm not losing sleep. What concerns me, though, is that we've had folks who've contracted this virus, and they have no known contact with anyone from overseas. So where are they getting it from? Who else has it that we don't know about? That That's what gets me worried, but... I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not stopping going in public places because I'm I'm fearful of this thing. Do you think uh, when you look at a lot of sporting events worldwide uh, being postponed or leagues not starting, would you call that an overreaction or just a precaution? No, I think that's a precaution, and you're better safe than sorry. I mean, the thing about you know any pandemic or potential pandemic is is the easiest way to contract it is is you know groups in in tight spaces. And when it's something as, you know, 
I know we take sports seriously, but the truth is it's trivial when compared to people's livelihoods, their lives, and their well-being. Um, we can always replay these games. There's no need to put people, I think, at undue risk. I agree. and, and But there is that line that, and, we're, and we live in this world today, Horowitz, on what is real and what is fake news and what is done for political purposes or purposes of making money. I'm serious. And we have that. It's almost a built-in doubt that most have now, at least in America, when it comes to anything front and center in the news. Sure, sure. I don't disagree. But, uh, you know, my counterpoint to that would be, you know, the markets reacted a certain way, and they're certainly not, uh, you know, reacting to what cable news is, you know, saying. These guys have real fears about, you know, what's going on around the globe. Um, You know, that's where I kind of draw, okay, this is serious. Because cable well, news has all the incentive in the world, you know, right. to hype things up. Yeah, e- even Corona is down eight uh, percent because the intent to buy Corona, according to a survey, isn't there because of fears of the coronavirus. That is a true story. Well, wait until uh, people find out about Lyme's disease and tequila sales go down too. Stay away from those ticks during the summer months. Uh, you know this. This world we live in, sometimes you, you think it's a script out of Saturday Night Live, but the serious side of this coronavirus, I agree with you, and better to be safe than sorry, and sports have more mass gatherings than anything else in America. Concerts would be second, and obviously schools, universities, correct? Absolutely. Right, so you when you get to that point, you had your first death because of the coronavirus linked to it in the state of Washington. You have situations of people not wanting to sign autographs or shake hands and everybody, you know, I'm, I'm using the soap dish and washing my hands more after I battled through this god-awful flu and something we brought up earlier too. There is a flu vaccine, but... Twelve to 61,000 people die each year in America because of the flu, upwards of 250,000 to over 600,000 worldwide. So some will say, okay, this is just a news cycle story with the coronavirus. And I'm like, wait a minute, Dick Pound from the IOC last week said the Olympics could be canceled. Canceled. The Olympics in Tokyo could be canceled. When you look at what's being canceled worldwide because of this, the majority of things center around sports because of the crowds and the mass gatherings. And there's been other things brought up. What about mass transit? Airplanes, right, where people travel. I don't know if we're to... I don't know if it's going to turn... God forbid it turns into a contagion or outbreak like script but this is real and i understand with sports i'm all for you can play the games at a later date shut it down and deal with it later and the olympics if it's canceled because of a virus that was multiplying on a daily basis in japan if it gets to that point there's nobody that can say well 
you know, they never should have canceled it. But you'll get that. You will get that in in inside sports radio shows in this country. You will get it. I guarantee it. You know, but I need to know. I need to see that. And and it's not a ranking. And Graceffo and Horowitz produce, and you guys are just joining in on this. I'm not ranking diseases. I'm not going to rank the number of people dying from this or this. We're not doing a power poll. But I don't need to hear politicians who aren't medically trained telling me both sides of the aisle about this. It's, it's just part of this crazy country we live in right now. So if you want to join in, one 212 cbs That's one 212 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. To all the callers online, I promise we'll get to hear huge opinions. I'll also deliver my thoughts on the NFL Draft Combine, Tony Romo and the $17 million deal, and NFL players saying that they don't like the new agreement because announcers can make $17 bucks. March Madness, crazy Saturday. We can. We'll have an update coming up in 15 minutes. But if you want to go live, one 855 cbs Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Horowitz and Graceffo are producing the show. The A-Team back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. They were just telling me about, like, shared Ubers where you can save a few bucks. And Graceffo was running late. Normally he takes an Uber helicopter to work. Horowitz just told me there's Uber helicopters. Because I said, hey, I, I read something about Uber freight, like, you know, semis or trucks. He goes, there's Uber helicopters. So Graceffo just is... A trust fund kid has so much money. So he normally takes an Uber helicopter and then comes down uh, the stairs to produce the show. And he had to do an Uber shared ride today. How far away uh, did the Uber have to take you from your home to CBS? About 25 minutes, Bill. Really? That, yeah. That, that, was that just traffic? Yeah, traffic. And then it like, went out of the way a couple times, picked people up. How much is the Uber helicopter? Like 200 bucks. <laughs> How much is the Uber shared ride? 650. By the way, I just want to point out that just shows you basically how poor James is. Like most these Uber helicopters are super expensive, and like the highest amount of money James could come up with off the top of his head was two hundred dollars. I was ready to say, I was ready to go. I've That's seen a it for like two hundred bucks. I'm, I'm going two hundred bucks. I'm taking a chopper every day to work in New York City. It's, that's just what James thinks is a lot of money. <laughs> two hundred bucks. I'm like going. Yeah, I've seen two hundred bucks in the airport here. When he said that, I'm like, I'm taking a chopper every day in New York. Well, what do you think it is? Thousands of dollars? Yes. <laughs> it's really not. Well, I know a private jet is $3,000 an hour to operate. 3000 My buddy owns a private jet company in West Michigan and Naples, Florida. 3000 bucks an hour for a private jet. That's like a Gulfstream. G six seven whatever it is, 
3000 <laughs> When he said Uber helicopter for 200 bucks, I, I completely forgot what I was asking about his shared Uber ride. I'm like, wow, that is a great deal. Man, and, and do you have to sit when you... I got to ask you this, Jimmy G. When you take an Uber, a shared Uber, yes, aren't you taking not only a risk of getting having too much time and you know being late for work or late you know for a date or whatever? That second one's never happening. But you can okay. Uh, well, we'll get back to Love Line. That starts at the top of the hour. Is aren't you worried about just freaks that you have to sit in a vehicle with? No, not particularly. James is the person that everyone else worries about. <laughs> yeah. It's 11.30 on a Saturday night. Nobody's weird's getting in. Uh, my Jimmy, I'm, I'm telling you, your life, I said at the Horowitz when you were running late at the top of the hour, I said he's he is a HBO Showtime or Stars movie script waiting to happen. I made it, though. I wasn't really, I made it. It would be Graceffo. That's it. I was here for the open. That would be, I know, I'm, I'm not, uh, we all run late. It's radio. Is that, but your, your real stories are fantastic. They are. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling Uber, Uber helicopters. Tell me, man, 200 bucks get the airport here. It is not $200. I swear to you. Well, you have to get eight people on a chopper, right? I, I guess. I'm I'm looking at Uber helicopters. If it's two hundred bucks, that's next time I go to a big city, it's the only only way I'm traveling. It says two hundred dollars. It's not like you can go to the bar in a helicopter. <laughs> you gotta go to like you know, you gotta be some conscious of where you're going. You can't just go anywhere. Well it hold on, Horowitz. He's not lying. That from this is October. Uber helicopter service expands to all iPhone users in New York City. $200, $225 one way per person on average. Totally wow. That's my Man. next trip to the airport. Uber copter. Private helicopter flights where customers charter an entire vehicle typically cost thousands of dollars. That's what I was saying. Wow. Jimmy G was right. Horowitz apologized to him later uh, during the next update, okay? Yeah, don't do it on air. No, he was right. That was awesome. Let's get out to the audience. Uh, Brad in Toronto listening on AM590 here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Good night, sir. Thank you for taking my call. How are you doing this evening? Doing good, buddy. What's on your mind? Uh, listen, you know, that's, actually the Olympics have been on my mind, and it's uh, nice Somebody's actually brought it up because that's uh, kind of what I was reading about uh, Dick Pound saying a couple of days ago. And it's a good thing you brought it up. But uh, And here's my huge opinion on this. Uh, listen, I'm a diehard sports fan. I'm watching anything from hockey to cricket to amateur sports. And every four years, I'll adjust my schedule, my sleeping schedule, my work schedule to whatever time zone the Olympics are in. That being said, with what's going on with the uh, with the virus and everything, I'm totally okay with them canceling it if it saves one life. Because you know, Olympics are supposed to celebrate humanity and you know people coming together. But if there's a risk of somebody contracting this and spreading it, and you know somebody losing their life over this, I'm totally okay 
with them canceling it. Anyway, hey, Brett, that's and that's well put, and thank you for listening in Toronto, Canada, on AM590. And as I've said, as we've had wonderful conversation, it's a it's a heavy topic. It's connected to the sports world. And not as its root, but just the mass gathering of people in the Olympics, as Dick Pound from the IOC, International Olympic Committee, said that in May they'll decide, because there won't be a relocation, there won't be a postponement, it would just be canceling the Olympics. That would... Just there's, we put the health and welfare of the host city, country, and the world before sports. And and I think you need to, I know there's been a, a, a fast month in terms of growth, the fast couple of months going back to December when the world was first introduced to this. But give it a month and see where it's at in Japan and worldwide. And then you you can sound the pandemic slash epidemic alarm and do what we need to do, whether it's in America or worldwide or with the Tokyo Olympics. Let's go to Jonathan in Dallas, listening on 105.3 FM here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Huge, Bill, man. Thank you for taking my call. Um, along the lines of the coronavirus, I, I wanted to thank you for the last segment, just, you know, for, for being a person about this. And like you said, not for being a shock jock with a power ranking list and all that kind of ridiculousness. Um, on a macro level in sports, I wouldn't be surprised to see more and more events canceled. Um, not only could this become a biological epidemic but it's certainly going to be a social epidemic and with the age of exposure and you know how just how hype spreads faster than ever um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of cancellations on a micro level just personally um, sports has gotten a hefty dose of humility so far in 2020 with Kobe Bryant and now with this and I know the two are completely unrelated um, but in my mind the common thread is you know just treating the people in your life like people and with compassion and with love and appreciation because, you know, I mean, as much as I like watching somebody get knocked out or a big hit in, in hockey, like at the end of the day, reality is that we are our people. And um, I think with Kobe being lost, we've seen a lot of humanity come out and a lot of uh, big personalities. Um, and I think that this is really going to slam the door. You know, the earth has a history of kind of cleansing itself Um uh, from a biological standpoint with different plagues and sicknesses and so forth. So, um, you know, I, I am concerned and uh, stocked up on anything from elderberry, echinacea, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, all that stuff. And, um, you know, like I said, Bill, I just really appreciate your humanity on this topic and not blowing it up and trying to hype it. You know, thanks and Jonathan, thanks for the kind words from Dallas. And when I started this, I, I didn't know if it would be a – Five-minute huge opinion, and we move on. And during the course of this conversation over the last couple of hours, you know, I I have stopped and thought about what I've said, what the people have said, what Graceffo and McKeon and Grillo earlier, because we, we need that information. As I was reading through the list of sporting events at the top of the hour worldwide that have been postponed, canceled, uh, wait and see precaution attitude. 
overabundance of caution, as the Red Sox put it, when one of their pitchers in training camp from Taiwan was just quarantined to a hotel room. There was a, a little note that talked about America faces an epic choice. Rampant disinformation, partisan news sources, and social media's tsunami of fake news is no basis on which to inform the American public in 2020. So not being a pessimist on the coronavirus, I'm a father. I have children. Not putting sports before any virus, any medical issue. But if you think about things that have happened, it's changed our sporting lives. Think about 9-11 and how we walked through metal detectors and bags are searched in sporting events and how we travel. Concerts, mass, these mass gatherings we're talking about, that our lives changed. And we don't like to move our cheese and we were upset, but in the end, it was about making us safe. And I can put up with that. And whatever needs to be done medically, if this grows into something borderline catastrophic, and like the caller from Toronto said, one life lost is too much. I'm not going to judge. Well, it's only 85,000 people worldwide and twelve to 61,000 people die of the flu in America. I'm not going to do that ranking. My thought was listening to Jody Mack just before I came on. And a caller talked about just postponing the Olympics, and I, I could live with that. I postponed it for a year. I get your four-year cycle. I could, I could live with that. But we don't know where this is going to be in a week, a month, or in early May as they're talking about their time frame to look at possibly canceling the Tokyo Olympics because of the coronavirus. And in America, the pro sports leagues are monitoring the situation. So we'll take more reaction and opinions from the audience. one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Horowitz and Graceffo, the A-team, are producing this broadcast back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Mike McCann, great voice. He'll have another update at the top of the hour here in about 17 minutes. Speaking of voices, the deal for Tony Romo and the second bidder. $17 million a year, three years. If CBS Television retains their NFL TV rights, seven years will be added on to his deal. Oh, and there's Odell Beckham Jr. and Michael Thomas and people complaining that they don't like the 
owner's proposal in the new CBA and how can an announcer make $17 million? That's called a second better, and he's worth it. I think Romo may be the best color commentator in any sport I've ever heard. He gets a little chatty, but he's been shaping his on-air talent to the point that he's getting 17 million bucks a year. And I assume CBS Sports will have the dough to retain their NFL partnership. Now, if it maxes out, it would be a $170 million deal as a broadcaster. Who else is even close in that ballpark, Graceffo? What was Gruden getting, like $5 million a year doing Monday Night Football, right? Booker McFarland's in that group. John Tessitore, like everybody, uh, with Booger and John, and we're here, and it's Tuesday night, early Monday morning. It's Monday Night Football. Wow. I don't... I was trying to think when they were doing the private bidding, what play-by-play guy could really liven up Monday Night Football? Because Al and Chris have this great chemistry that Nance and Romo have. Nance has it with Faldo. Nance can build it with anybody because he's such a pro. But Romo does it differently. I, I get John Madden was an entertainer and a former head coach. I was just thinking this afternoon about the greatest color commentators and when you went across the board in sports and you thought, okay, best ever in football. There's a difference between most entertaining and the best. Like I said, there's Madden. You can go old school with Howard Cosell, who just was a pioneer in the opinion business. NFL top three color commentators, Graceffo, go in order. Top three, NFL, not play-by-play guys, color commentators. In order, how would you rank them one, two, and three? I like Collinsworth. You're looking at the primetime guys. Horowitz, Graceffo, rank your top three. I think Collinsworth's got to be number one, right? Romo's one in my book. Collinsworth would be two. I think just the fact that Collinsworth's been doing it longer and he has an opinion while he's doing the game. I like Collinsworth. Collinsworth's my one. Now, Collinsworth, the chemistry with Al. Like I said, you know, I I get Romo, but let's say Romo splashed and he would have been paired with Joe Buck. I don't think he'd be the color commentator he is today because the play-by-play guy really has to be a guide 
to set up a great color commentator. No, that's a testament to Nance. Nance can work with anybody. Yeah, Nance and, that, and so me, and Al Michaels can too, right? Yeah. Al Michaels and Collinsworth. I'd I'd go I I do Romo Collinsworth and man, I I like Troy. I think Troy would be better on a set like you know where Bradshaw's sitting with that group. He'd be better in that scenario than color commentating during a game because I respect his opinion, and I think he could give more of them. I, I, would I put Aikman third? Is there anybody else who really sticks out that's the next Romo? I don't think he's the next Romo, but I think he's severely underrated, and that's Charles Davis. Yes, I, I talk to CD all the time on my statewide show, and I've talked to him from back in the day because he's – He's grown immensely in his career from NFL Network Insider to it was the Combine initially, if you remember, and now it's NFL on Fox. Uh, I don't know if he's doing – is he doing some Pac-12 Fox games too? He's good. I agree. But he's another guy that I like in where Aikman would work is in that role sitting on a set than rather at a game. Romo's just, I I think he's fantastic, and I know I have a different take because I'm in the media, and I've done a little play-by-play, but I just think Romo is worth every penny of his deal. But have you ever, like, if if they just put someone you didn't like in the booth, are you you not watching? So here's a question, and I know where you're going on that, that if they would have let him walk to ESPN... Okay, if they would have let him walk across the street or across days from Sunday afternoon to Monday nights. And all of a sudden it's, you know, if you remember when Sims left, oh, Romo, he's not big enough for the job. Remember that talk, right? Yep, yep. Right? He's not big enough for the job. Oh, what are they doing? No one's going to watch. You know, who's the next guy in? You know, do you hire Peyton Manning to sit with even though now will Manning be hired by um, Monday Night Football if he wants it? I assume it's his. They walk in and get Manning or the next guy who's on his way out. But right? like, let's just assume they, they plug Rich Gannon in with Nance. Are you not watching CBS's primetime game or they took you know Aikman out of the booth with Buck and put – I don't know, Dan Fouts, or just name your your analyst. Are you not watching the the marquee matchup of the week? I would say that Joe Tessitore, Booger McFarlane, I would not watch games because I couldn't stand listening to those guys. I would not watch. And Monday night matchup, Sunday night, NBC gets the better deal. And I, I think the late game, you know, CBS or whether it's Fox, it's like Joe Buck, I, I can't stand listening to him call football. I think he's the best TV baseball announcer in the history, the family DNA with Jack Buck. Man, I think was it Mike Shannon, Jack Buck, doing KMOX games on the Cardinals radio network. Just fantastic. Unbelievable old school chemistry. Buck, Buck on the U.S. Open on Fox coverage. I don't know how he eludes police coming after him. (laughs) 
Horowitz, you're a golfer. I am. Joe Buck on golf. Football, he's middle of the road, middle of the pack. I think he's got much better. Yeah, but, you know, again, but that much better still puts him in the middle of the pack. On golf, he is god-awful. Well, you're also holding, I mean, Jim Nance is the GOAT. I mean, how do you, do you, you hear Nance's voice, you know it's it's big-time golf. I think Nance sounds better on golf than he does on football or basketball. I really do. Him and Nick Faldo, it's magical. I love it. I really do. I, I do want to ask the audience at our final hour, and we'll go across the board. So NFL, the best color commentator today. I'm talking in not all time today. NBA, best color commentator. NHL, best color commentator. Golf, the best lead, number two color commentator. Major League Baseball, college football. It's going to be interesting. And I want, because I think we'll find out in, in what you're asking, Horowitz. Is Romo worth the seventeen million bucks a year? Is he must see TV? Because that's big money. But that tells you what ESPN is looking to salvage Monday nights. And I don't know. Do they have the play-by-play guy? Somebody with personality. You know, if I'm ESPN and I don't know what his deal is with CBS, but he does. You know, the NCAA tournament, NFL games, Kevin Harlan would be awesome on Monday night football on TV. So we'll talk about that. Get your thoughts on Romo. Is he must-see TV? You can join in when 855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-4227. And at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 